0: here's dr alex hi dr alex here if you'd like the show today or any day I would love it if you took about 10 seconds to go to itunes and leave a review for the show i've been doing this for about 14 years now and i spend hundreds of hours every year in preparation and recording the show and if you like it if it's worth your time if you think it might benefit others i would love it if you could leave a review to recommend to your friends or just recommend it to your friends that could benefit From listening to the show. Thank you so very much. Since we are going to be talking about issues of health and well being, we wanted to make sure that you understand that this information is not intended to cure or heal anything. Everything in the presentations is the opinion of Alex Lloyd. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concern you may have. hi i'm dr alex lloyd and welcome to the new jesus and we have finally arrived at part four of our four-parter of the top 20 issues now why in the world am i doing this first of all i realized i probably should have made this one teaching instead of four uh, but i wanted to go into more detail than than I thought that would allow. So, I I probably messed up. I should have done all of this in one, but I hope the importance of it hasn't been lost on you. And that is, if you fix, if you address and fix all 20 of these, what what are your problems gonna be? I mean, you'll have problems, because we, we always will while we're in this flesh suit In this stimulus response nature that we live in but if you address and fix all of these uh, on that minus 10 to plus 10 line you're going to be living at plus seven and above and let me tell you it most people don't reach that but the ones that do um say it's beyond words okay and they would never go back to living any other way okay that's why i think these 20 are helpful it's one thing to say okay here's a intervention technique you can use to heal these issues and i believe it will 15 double blind studies Uh, we just had a new one uh, to make 15 and then the one comparison study that compares our interventions to the most popular and considered to be the most effective counseling therapy and life coaching in the world, which is cognitive behavioral therapy. We have a comparison study, the only one I know of in the world, on these new techniques like we use, that says our intervention works better than that. Theirs takes 60 minutes, ours takes five. Theirs typically takes six months to three years. Ours typically takes one session to two or three months, kind of, at the most, typically. not uh, Some people are longer than that, but that bell curve that we've been talking about, the average would be probably a week to two months. That's the bell curve. And then a few are faster, a few are slower, but that's kind of it. But what do you address with the intervention? What do you pray about? What do you go to Revelation 1, to the throne room, and and ask of God and share with God? Well, first of all, whatever's on your heart is the best answer to that. But these 20 things can show you where to dig. Okay? I I mean, if you know there's a buried treasure, and that buried treasure is somewhere in a 100 miles of forest, you might not ever even start the search. But if you know that the buried treasure is in an exact location, you know, X marks the spot, and it's in like a 10 foot by 10 foot area, well, you're gonna drop everything and go find that treasure, all right? Well, in a way, addressing these 20 issues is, you know, where we started, the unexamined life is not worth living, Okay? Well, first of all, you're examining that. So your life is going to be worth living. And I believe we're giving you the tools to heal these things at the source uh, as well as asking God to heal them. And when you come out on the other end of addressing these, and, and, and I believe everyone in their life needs to address these to look at these, study these in themselves at least once in your lifetime. You don't have to do it over and over and over typically, but at least once, you need to examine your life. And these are the issues of life, okay? The issues of the heart are the issues of life, all right? And one other really important point, scripturally, everything kind of boils down to lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life, right? What do we call that in practicality in the world? Well, in a big sense, it's sex, money, pride. Unhealthy pride. There's a healthy kind of pride, too, which is like being proud of your children when they do their best in a sporting event. But I, I kind of call that honor, not pride, because scripture says pride is the root of all evil, and money is the root of all evil. And, I, and those typically go together, okay? Uh, pride says if I get enough money I can have everything that I want when scripture says the flesh wars against the spirit so that you can't have what you want. It's impossible to have what this flesh wants. You may get it every once in a while, but typically it's going to grow into a habit or addiction and it's going to take you down. Okay? So, we've been talking about that in one sense, these are kind the kind of these are kind of the criteria that you look at these things on, and then plot them on a theoretical minus ten to plus ten line. But even though it's theoretical, this is basically the bell curve, which is the way we've looked at everything in science for a hundred years or more. So there is legitimacy to that. Okay, um, and and we've addressed all. We've addressed the first fifteen of these. Um, What's your biggest problem? And, and by the way, I'm gonna re- just read through these. But this time, think about sex, money, and pride. Lust of the flesh, which would be sex and other things, food, drink, uh, hot baths, naps, whatever feels good to the five senses. Money, pr- uh, lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, that's money, money and stuff that money will buy. And then pride, which is what I want, but from a fleshly perspective, not a spiritual perspective. What I want from a spiritual perspective is right with God, right with other people, right with myself, love, joy, and peace. But what my flesh wants is lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life. And these three can go in any of the 20. Or all of the 20. Or several of the 20. Okay? So... Look at these three issues in your life as related to these top 20. What's your biggest problem? Brainwashing, cult, uh, whether you know about it or not. I didn't know about it, and I was brainwashed. Maybe you are too. Popsicle memories, okay? Where... We feel something that's not consistent with our current circumstances. That's almost... If it's negative, that's a virtual guarantee you've got a popsicle memory. Your ancestry, sins of the fathers, circumstances. You like this, you don't like that, etc. You need to get money so you can buy this to change your circumstances. Uh, you need more sex or, or more food and drink that you like or whatever to balance out the pain, anxiety, and stress you feel. Your overall health, which um, is partially genetic, but Dr. Bruce Lipton would say less than 5%, 95%, uh, even according to science, and Dr. Lipton from Stanford Medical School, is the issues of the heart, okay? Proverbs 4.23, guards your heart above everything else, from it flow the issues of life, and from your heart flows the wellspring of life, or the wellspring of death, if you're on the negative side, all right? Uh, relationships, which are key. I've circled the ones that I think are most important in each of these. Expectation is one almost everyone has. Relationship issues is one almost everyone has. Um, mental and emotional, and this would be consistent with your circumstances external and physical circumstances so if you had an emotional mental issue about your circumstances um, that would be more um, I feel anxiety because I'm not making enough money and I don't know how I'm gonna pay the bills okay that's perfectly reasonable based on your circumstances But if you can pay your bills and everything seems pretty good and you still feel anxiety, that would be heart and feeling and evidence of a heart issue, either a popsicle memory or a trauma, okay? Um, Your physical body, either stuck or not stuck. We talked about that last time. And then the one I think is uh, most critical and that almost everyone has in this five is internal versus external. Most people are externally oriented instead of internally oriented. Scripture is so clear. We're supposed to be internally oriented and toward relationships, others, and people, and love. Against such there is no law. So, uh, and, and the way we're evaluating these, this is kind of the DSM five criteria What's the symptoms? How often do they occur? How big are they when they occur? And what are the effects and results of the symptom as far as negatively affecting your life? And I would plot each one of these for each one of these. Maybe do one line for each one and just see at a glance where that is. So moving to this week, trauma, major, major issue. And it can be a real trauma which will usually mean you remember it unless it's so bad that you repressed it then it's unconscious and that does happen okay usually the more extreme ones are the are the ones repressed but that can be a real trauma or a popsicle trauma popsicle you will be looking at your circumstances and feeling things that are not consistent with your circumstances real trauma you experience what is consistent. You had a car wreck, and every time you remember it, you have anxiety. All right? Well, that makes sense. All right? So the makes sense is kind of the real. The doesn't make sense is still real, but it's a popsicle one, meaning it's only a trauma because of when it happened, when you were in delta-theta brainwave state. But because it happened when you were in delta-theta brainwave state, now you've got to deal with it for the rest of your life, okay? Uh, 18, work and productivity. Is it work to you or is it not work to you? Typically, if it's something you love and enjoy, it doesn't feel like work, or at least not as much or it's easier to deal with and get through. If it seems like a chore and hard and you're having to grind, maybe it's something you're not really supposed to be doing or maybe it's a it's a challenge that you're meant to overcome and get through that'll take you to a higher level. And 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 you're just going to have to evaluate that to see which of those you think is the case. But your work and productivity is also a major sign are you producing what you should be producing and the spirit produces love joy peace patience kindness etc the flesh and the old man produces all those opposites of those so the so if your work and productivity is to the negative then you're either not doing what you should be doing, you're not doing it from a place of love, you're doing it from a place of fear, or you're meeting a challenge that you're supposed to get over to get to the other side and go to a higher level in your life. Uh, Number 19, heart and feeling, we already talked about that. Feelings come from the heart, emotions more from the soul, mind, will, and emotions, okay? So where are your feelings? Not your emotions, your feelings that don't necessarily have anything to do with these circumstances, but they affect these circumstances, okay? And then the last one, your conscious willpower, are you going to use it to try to get what you want, or are you going to surrender it to God, your will be done as Jesus did the night before his death, okay? So I would evaluate all of these on the line, and, and like if it's not a big issue for you, like you don't have an addiction, okay, then plotting that on the line, what are the symptoms, how often, how big, what effect, and results, it'll probably take you 30 seconds, and then just file that and if you start having an issue with an addiction you can go back pull that out see where that was and now go back on track to work on it to get those back down if that comes up as an issue for you or will you surrender it to god and let his will be done and the oswald chambers thing of when you are tempted Uh, to sin, when you're about to make a mistake, when you're confronted with a problem, immediately turn and give that to the Lord. And Oswald says, Jesus moves to the forefront of your life, and um, his life, the life of Jesus, manifests in your physical, mortal body. Okay? If you surrender it. But if you are determined to take control and do what you want, okay but that's gonna probably take you down spiritually instead of up and put you on the negative surrender is way over on the positive demanding what you want is way over on the negative okay so i would evaluate each of these with not only with these four criteria and where you are on the bell curve are you in the middle Or on either extreme but also for these three issues that scripturally are the basis of almost any sin you could commit okay so this should give you a real good picture if you plot these three on the line two of the sin versus um, obedience and faith continuum okay Uh, giving the surrendering those to God would be way over to the positive, keeping those and to make sure you get what you want and what feels good and what doesn't feel bad, again, on the negative side, okay? Now, if you wanna get really, really super ambitious, go through these 20 again, and instead of plotting all of these and these three, just make one plot on the line for each one. What's your biggest problem? All right, maybe it's a anger at a minus 4, but that's, that's the only one I'm plotting. Then I go to brainwashing cult, and maybe I don't have one of those, so I'm at a plus 3. And then the popsicle, maybe I've got one or two, that's a minus 2, etc. And then that would give you a picture of where all 20 of them are, and I would start working on the lowest negative first, okay? And then if you wanna get really ambitious, average those. Add up all 20, divide by 20, and plot one great big one as like your average. Okay, so this is, this is saying your average would be like a minus three. So is that, is that the life you want? You want a minus three life? If so, then, okay, keep doing what you're doing. If you want a plus three, plus five, plus seven life, you need to start working on these, surrender them to the Lord, work on them to to take them from negative to positive, etc. Okay? So, uh, I know this has been a little bit of an ordeal and a journey, these four teachings... And I probably should have done it in one, as I said before. But I hope you don't miss the point. The unexamined life is not worth living. AA, if you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to keep getting what you're getting. Okay? The definition of insanity. Well, all three of those are basically saying the same thing. Examine your life and start to live your life intentionally the way you want to live it. And for what you want to live it. And on the side that you want to live. Alright? And that happens by guarding your heart, realizing this is where this is where the rubber meets the road. As my heart is, so I am. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. God judges the heart. God judges the intention of the heart. God wants the heart. Okay? So, if you surrender your want, what I want, to God, let him have what he wants. We already know what he wants. I have plans for you that are good to prosper you, okay? It's love, joy, peace. It's pain, yes, but going up higher and higher and higher and learning from the pain almost to the point that we're excited when another pain thing comes along because we know if I deal with this the right way and give it to God and keep going through the chaos, not, not running back for safety, this can take me to a higher level in my life than I've been before. And I just keep stair-stepping from glory to glory as Paul said in 2 Corinthians 3 okay so although this has been long and maybe sort of uh, torturous in a way you have to listen to me repeat all this stuff and everything don't lose the point this can absolutely change your life this can be a linchpin moment a, a, a critical intersection where you go from negative to positive where you go from trauma to healed where you go from negative relationships to wonderful relationships where you go from feelings of anger and low self-worth and rejection to i to i am good i am forgiven i'm a saint i'm a child of god i'm seated with christ in the heavenlies etc all right And, and and pay special attention to these that i believe are almost universal to everyone in each of the five expectations, relationship, internal versus external, and heart versus soul or mind or body. Even though soul is very important, that's kind of where we choose conscious mind, will, and motion. So, will you insist on your will or surrender to God's? Can make all, that one thing can make the difference in everything in your life. But what are you doing? Are you surrendering to God? Or are you deciding your own way based on what you want? Okay? Again, the spirit wars against the flesh and the flesh against the spirit so that we cannot do what we want. Direct quote from scripture. Are you trying to do what you want? Or surrendering to the will of the Father, which is better for you than your most ambitious desire beyond what you can ask or imagine. Thank you so very much. Let us know if you have questions or comments and have a wonderful, blessed day. And start working on this. You heal, you, you heal one of these, it can change your life. You heal all 20, you'll never be the same. Have a great day.